Welcome to the Art of Health and Wellness, a conversation with Evie Williamson. Join us each week for a fresh new perspective on the world of health and wellness. We'll sit down with professionals who specialize in fields from physical and mental health to financial well-being, from politics to art. Listen to new episodes of the Art of Health and Wellness every Sunday on Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook at A-H-W-E-L-W and on Instagram at at the.ahw.show. Welcome guests and thank you for listening to the Art of Health and Wellness. We have guest Mila Lazarevich and Jermaine Jones, artists, SCAD graduates, um, uh, Serbia resident. Uh, we're we're, we're Recording live from Serbia, y'all, and uh, or to Serbia, and um, uh, Jermaine Jones of Savannah, who's in Carolina right now. Both Mila and Jermaine have been on the Art of Health and Wellness on WRUU 107.5 as my guest. And so these guys are my first podcast guest. Woohoo! Inaugural guest. Thank you. Thank you so much. So if. Thank you. So anybody who heard the Art of Health and Wellness show that these guys did um, a, a couple months ago. Um, so some of the questions are some of the same, but nonetheless, just as riveting and just as exciting. So hi, guys. Welcome. Greetings. Good so, evening. Good, good morning. Well, yeah, it's this morning for you over in Serbia. It's like what? What time? What time of day is it? 1 a.m. It's my prime time. It's my prime time. Your prime time. <clears throat> okay. This is, yes, ma'am. The, this is when we get all the sauce is from 1 a.m. 3 a.m. Right, right. All the Five. energy. All the energy is gone. So what it's like, it's like, what, 7, 7 something after 7 here in Savannah, Eastern Standard Time. So for all you listeners. But anyway, so we're international, y'all, so. So the first question that I have for you guys is, why do you do what you do and how do you work? And either anybody can take the question. Both of you, this, these are questions for both of you guys. Oh, I guess ladies first. Ladies like first. That. That's right. We like that. We like to recover that principle. <laughs> um, well, uh, why do I do what I do? After some time of examining, and of course... Uh, we're human beings, so we examine all the time, from day to day, what we want to do, what we like and don't like. But I do art and painting and everything along those lines because at this point, uh, everything else is uh, too banal for me to even to consider, you know? So at this point, there's no even option for me to do anything else, uh, uh, psychologically, uh, physically, and emotionally, seriously. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about it's, it. It's your health and wellness. Exactly. Exactly that. <laughs> and that's why we're here. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Mr. Jermaine, Mr. same question. Um, I do what I want to do most of the time. Or- <laughs> But art-wise, like painting and drawing, I've just I've always drawn. Like my mom was an artist, so okay, it's in it's in your blood, it's genetic. Yeah, yeah you can say that. 
That, and that's a beautiful thing. Like with my daughter. My daughter's an artist. She's a graphic designer. Her mom, she got it from her mother. She, I, I, I guess she did. I, you know, I've always appreciated art. I can't draw. You know, I've written. I'm an author. You know, so I guess that's a form of art. And but Absolutely. but we noticed early on she was like a ki- in kindergarten, you know, creating things and drawing. And I still have the first bracelet that she made me in kindergarten. And so we just nurtured that. And it, it is it's at what nature versus nurture versus nature, you know, a little bit of both. Some of that. So, OK, thank you guys for that. So. What integral? What what is integral to the work of an artist, and what what role does the artist have in society? This is a very political question for both of you. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think it's a beautiful question because at the end of the day, I think art is the most political thing ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, uh, I was the first one to say, you know, when it was presented in school, saying that uh, any type of art that we do is political because it mm-hmm. is a statement for something. And I was like, no, I, I don't like politics. I don't want to get into this. You know, so but it is it, it, everything does come down to to, to for it to be political. A but, statement, uh, yeah, a statement. Absolutely, that's the right word for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, by the way, my uh, my English. Let's see how it is uh, these days. Your English is perfect. It's wonderful. Thank you. That's that, that's that, that, that that's our cultural enrichment. Enrichment. So, Mila, when we have you back on the show, you're gonna have to give us, you know, words to learn. Yes, please. We have a lot of fun words. But uh, anyways, what I think that is uh, the most important for an artist and, you know, just to create art is this uh, lust for life. Mm -hmm. Or even if we go deeper, it is the love for life, you know, absolutely. Or the opposite. Or the opposite. Yeah. Well, okay, thank you, Jermaine, for chiming in, because I was going to say, I definitely need to get your perspective on the same question. Um, So as an African-American male that's under the age of 30, what is your, what what role does, uh, does art have in society in your mind? In my mind, this, this art is, uh, is just a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So like the artist, the artist is the trend. The artist is, is the positive like uh, side of society. Mm-hmm. It's a communication. It's just like a communication. Right. I agree. It's- yeah. Effective communication. And unfortunately, you know, um, well, to a degree, you know, COVID has strengthened our communication and it weakened it. And, uh, you know, because of COVID, we've we've been forced to be technical and we've been forced to, you know, look at things differently through the through the lens of artists. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 in I'm in total agreement with you, Jermaine. So with you that, know, they say that the 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 most successful person is going to be the most creative, like in the near future. So, right, artists, art, and being able to 
to give non-artists and artists perspective and that could take them somewhere too. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, it's funny because these days, so every time I come to Serbia, uh, we, we have a beautiful, we have a beautiful um, art academy here, but it is a, a totally different world than in the States. So, how so? How so? Well, to the extent that I even, uh, I even thought about uh, coming here and uh, getting that super traditional, you know, um, technicality-based uh, uh, kind of education about art because it is very, it's like a Russian art school, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, uh, it's full of discipline. Uh, there's no way that you can finish uh, the school without knowing how to draw and paint everything perfectly, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So, um, it's very interesting to come here and to... Even have even have myself introduced uh, introduced as an artist, you know, wow. and uh, it's funny where it takes people. They kind of get confused because, like, you know, why would you be an academic, you know, artist? Mm -hmm. And uh, it, um, it there is not a person that doesn't like surround himself with the argument. Well, I don't know anything about. It you know, mm -hmm. and they would maybe put up a example of some abstract kind of art and without question, the following statement would be, well, you know, this is okay, but I don't know what it's about. Right. So uh, I think that obviously I agree with you, you know, that art is the most effective communication, but, you know, you do need to educate yourself about the language a little bit. Absolutely. So, I mean... You know, that's Absolutely. where we come in, I think. Yes. We have to make it closer to everybody else and realize that this is a human thing, mm -hmm. you know? This mm -hmm. is a nurturing thing, and this is crucial to our society and literally every day. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's no reason to be, you know, to not understand it, let alone be afraid of it, you know? Right, right, so, right. Artists ask different type of questions to themselves. Like on it, because they have to like when they're creating work, and there's so many artists. Well, it's hard to find real artists, but they ask themselves different questions, and which just get you know different answers. I think artists use critical thinking. You, yeah. I think you have to as an artist. You have to be a critical thinker. The who, what, when, when, why. To the extent that we become our biggest critics, and it kind of gets uh, tormenting, you know? I've noticed that, yeah, yeah, usually artists are their own biggest critics. Yes. So, a burden. Sometimes it can, a beautiful burden. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, a beautiful burden. You know the the good saying of find something that you love and let it kill you, you know? Oh. I think that's right. Right. Tragic, you know? Right, right, right. So I'm gonna go back to you guys' childhood, which isn't very long ago for the for both of you. But um what is your strongest memory of your childhood and what themes do you pursue and what what's your scariest experience? Those are three questions. Your strongest memory of your childhood. Um, what themes do you pursue 
and what's your scariest experience? <laughs> Jermaine, do you want to take on this one first? You know? I promise so this I isn't a therapy session. I promise. <laughs> Get into it. <laughs> Me and around talking about our fears and I passed out. <laughs> oh yes yes we were sitting together and we were talking about what are we afraid of and Jermaine just decided to leave the conversation in a style you know uh, okay passing out yeah well don't pass out this time no I'm not <laughs> I think I was just thinking too hard about it no, but uh, uh, my strongest memory of my childhood has to be uh, going to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Grandma was before, uh, like, she died because she was the one that like, kept my dad's side of the family together. So mm-hmm. I remember, uh, like, all we had at her house was like a backyard full of sand and like a cornfield and like one broken basketball goal <laughs> like a tree out in the front so I would just end up watching uh, like cartoons in the house mm-hmm. so I would just watch a cartoon like from the TV or like cartoons I made up in my head hanging hey, hey in grandma's house yeah okay well I mean, for me, the strongest, I think, memories are the two, I think, extreme emotions and, like, states that uh, I would be as a child. And this would be, you know, a safe place that was a little wooden um, table that I would lay down under and draw, you know, Mm -hmm. just draw the whole side of it was, you know, scribbled. And, uh, you know, it would be absolutely be a meditative state. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other really strong memory was my, I don't know if that's a safe place or it's just, you know, a place where I felt safe to uh, bring out my, you know, fears and anger and whatever. It was behind this uh, one yellow chair. Uh, and I would hide over there to bite my nails. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, biting nails became to be a very big uh, aspect in my life, you know, and a very big uh, telling of what my state, what what, what state I am in, you know, whether I'm uh, in fear of something, frustrated, or, you know, it's literally the worst addiction a person can have, seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, two extreme emotions, I think. Those, that, that's how I go back to my childhood. So I think, so, so you both would say that, that your life experiences have a lot to do with your artwork. Yeah. Absolutely. I think... I think that's the only experience, you know, mm-hmm. even even though even though uh, today after, you know, finishing school and getting actually educated and learning some things, you know, uh, I understand that these are political statements. I understand that, you know, art can be male and female and that, you know, Jermaine as an African-American has mm-hmm. just naturally has a statement. Me as a female, I as a female naturally yes. have a statement when I do something. 
So I, I, I absolutely understand this. And this is, this comes into play when in, in these kind of circumstances, when we talk about it and we analyze it, mm-hmm. but for myself and like for my soul and how I truly do art and how I view it is from personal experiences. It's literally a need to take something out, right. you know, and communicate. We're, we're coming back to communicating something. Yes. Yeah. I'm the same big like themes or like they have to do something about myself or something that I've seen or something so identity that's what we are yeah well I want that's why we all have the potential to become egomaniacs right right well I want you guys to tell our (laughs) listeners how they can find your art how they can get in contact with you. Because, I mean, Jermaine, you have a line of clothes. Mila, you're just like all over the place internationally. <laughs> so, so yeah, guys, tell tell folks how they can get in contact with you. Well, my, my website is Mila Anastasia Lazarevich. Uh, dot me and uh, you you're going to have to spell a- all that out, Mila. Well, we'll, we'll, you know what, you know what, listeners, we'll have it on our Facebook and our Instagram. Okay. So, so, okay. Go, go ahead, Mila. Sorry. Um, it's, uh, I'll, I'll spell it out. I I learned it by now, you know, I have to do it. (laughs) So it's M-I-L-A-A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. L-A-Z-A-R-E-V-I-C dot me. So, um, you know, and my Instagram is Grudiot Betona. I keep it Serbian. It means chest of steel. And it is G. So it is G-R-U-D-I-O-D-B-E-T-O-N-A. That's oh, the Instagram. That chest of steel, I love it. Okay, Jermaine, you're up. <laughs> um, you can you can reach me at uh, my Instagram is being main b e i n g m a i. Um, that's my main site, and then uh, I have my other site that I do for tattoos. My other uh, Instagram page that I do for tattoos. That's by main on Instagram. Then um, my website for my clothes is, which the name of that is um, more backends. The name of the site is um, backends.com. Okay. And so we're going to take a brief break, and but we're going to talk about all that kind of great stuff, you know, international work, clothes, all that, swag bags, whatever y'all got to offer. So we'll be right back. You're listening to the Art of Health and Wellness. Let's get back to this week's conversation. All right, guys, and we're back with Art of Health and Wellness with uh, my good friend Amila and Jermaine, artists, fabulosos. And um, I'm just, again, guys, thank you for being my um, inaugural guest for my podcast for the art of health and wellness. This is so exciting and I'm just so excited and looking forward to, 
you know, our projects that we're going to be working on together. Look mm-hmm. at technology. I mean, I can see you guys. I mean, I we we're, we are. This is a uh, Google Meet, right? Google Meet that um, that our fabulous producer Kate put together. Oh, Kate, she's wonderful. I mean, I mean, she's just been a blessing in disguise. I mean, she really has for 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 over a year. <laughs> so can you believe that we've been hanging together for over a year? And you fabulous artist. Um, so art, um, art is objective and subjective and it touches the soul. And I'm thankful that our paths have crossed. We're about as different as we can be. But the one thing that we all have in common is a love and appreciation of art, health and wellness. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. 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 So, okay. So speaking of. What is your favorite artwork? So my favorite artwork, um, I I felt and recognized when I was in the Louvre. I was very young, and it's it's from Giuseppe Archiboldo, and it's these portraits uh, of a woman and a man made from fruit, and I don't necessarily know why this sparked such a a strong, intense feeling. Um, I mean, later, I mean, I I consider myself a very nature kind of person, you Mm -hmm. know, in any environment, whether it's the sea or, you know, the forest or whatever, I become, I go into some kind of alter ego, you know, whether it's a fairy or a mermaid, you know. So, um, So I think, you know, it has... Something prime. It had something primal to do with this hunter-gatherer, you know, gene that we all human beings have, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just so very amazing to me. It it stuck to me to this day, you know. Okay, that's beautiful, yeah. Mr. Jermaine. What about you? Um, I don't really have a favorite piece of art, but if I had to, if I had to name one, it would be. <laughs> art history there's too, there's too many there's too many to name you know and, and and I'm the same way but I have to say um, my favorite piece of art is by an artist named Steve Allen mm-hmm. Steve Allen is an Olympic artist a friend of mine in Atlanta and his just his work is absolutely amazing. His story is amazing. He was an engineer for the city of Atlanta and just one day went into his boss's office and said, I quit. And then oh, yeah. and then got a contract with the Olympics for life to do their art. But his stuff is really, really amazing. But I, the, the 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 woman in the Phoenix, um, in fact I have I have one of the proofs. I have one of those pieces. And it's just, uh, it's just, uh, it's amazing. It's absolutely beautiful. It's, it's a woman, um, uh, with wings. So she's like a bird and a woman, but anyway, you go to his site, Steve Allen, Steve, I'm giving you a plug and I'm going to have him on the show. So thanks. That reminded me, but, um, but that's some of his work, some of his work, some of his Olympic work, you know, that are just dots on a page that, that, that create, um, an athlete. And it's just, it's just amazing. It's really, really amazing. Um, this skill and ability 
So, um, but, but, but Jermaine, I'm like you, I have, I have a lot of art that I love. I have a lot of art that I love. And then, you know, I know when my daughter listens to this, she'll be like, mommy, I thought I was your favorite artist. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like, I listen, it's like when I'm listening to music and people ask me what my favorite song is. Right. I like it all. Favorite pieces. Oh, who made it. Mm -hmm. I like hyper realistic art. Like mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite genre to look at. But I just I, I wouldn't even know like which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what do you dislike about the art world, and what would you do to change it? <laughs> I don't like how it is. You don't like what? I don't like how private it is. A lot of artists don't get a lot of. Okay. Inc- and how would you change it? How would you make that different? Uh, I would I would create a platform with an Instagram for artists to like emerging artists to promote the work where people would be looking more than just like hundreds of thousands at a time. Yeah. Okay, that's cool, Mila. Um, I'm just thinking about Jermaine's, uh, answer, um, because I, I did a lot of like, you know, somewhere along, you know, somewhere down the line, my dream would be to open an artist residency and to Mm. open like just, but in a sense that, and, you know, I dream about it being in Serbia because it is so lacking of this culture and this understanding of what art should be, even for the people that, you know are artists here Mm -hmm. so i would love to for it for me to combine uh this residency into you know these events into the networking into i just want the art of living you Mm -hmm. know and i just want for people to understand how beautiful this is and that every chair that we sit on you know what i mean like every fork that we eat with you know this all has its own Mm -hmm. so but can you actually um, um, uh, ask the question again? I, um, um, yeah, yeah. The question was, what do you dislike about the art world, and what would you do to change it? I knew it was a good one. I knew it was a good one because I don't necessarily have a direct question about. That's fine. It, you know? There's no, there's no wrong answer. But I do have a question for you. Serbia. Yeah. Are there black artists in Serbia? Are there some black folks over there doing some art? There are no black people here. We need to change yeah. that. We need to change I that. Know. You know? know. We I need know. to break into Serbia. So why why is I it like know. that? Do you know? Can you answer that? Can you repeat that please? Do, do you know why there are no just because I don't think there are circumstances made for African-American people to come here. I mean, um, art tourism is pretty lame. So, like, you know, this uh, Serbia is a hidden gem, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from time to time, there will be an African-American that would arise on the streets and it would mm-hmm. be the most exotic thing ever. I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. Uh, it, there, it, there, it, there's, there's no black folks there's no black folks over there 
No, no. no. <laughs> actually, we had a friend uh, from uh, that studied in the States as well. He brought his uh, friend that is uh, African-American, and she is just gorgeous. She is she's just exotic in all sorts of ways, mm -hmm. you know? And the girl got so many stares um, that she was just like, I don't know what to do with all of this attention, <laughs> you know? So um, we're, we're pretty much, uh, you know, I mean, behind on, you know, some of, some of these broadening, you know, perspectives, you mm -hmm. know, and to, to see, you know, it's like almost like Germans, you know, if you're German, you don't need to know any other language, you know, you you don't need to leave your country. You it's kind of like, like America. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's why we're pushing cultural enrichment. <laughs> exactly. It's very, very much needed. Right. So, um, but it's it's very interesting and for me it's very endearing because I have as a Serbian like I'm putting this nationality in 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 play yes. because as a Serbian uh, uh, we uh, have a, a connection with uh, African American people mm -hmm. and we were um, how, so? how so how so how 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 well. Um, I was I was out in Savannah one night, and this group of very interesting people came in to play pool with us. And he says, "Oh my God, you're from he's African American." He says, "Oh my God, you're Serbian." You know, my best friend here is the Sinisha. He works on the construction site with me, and he's like, "I keep telling Sinisha that you Serbs are the black people of Europe." You know. <laughs> <laughs> um it's uh, it's it's um it's i don't know culturally we're very um uh we're uh, sensual and i think uh there's this hedonist part of us that we cherish both and it's just that we're a bit more i think open in many other ways mm -hmm. you know just kind of being human and being free and just you know enjoying ourselves in that kind of sense you know but then again You know, I, I, I think I, I think you, you Europeans are very much like that. The Europeans that I know, the places that I've yeah. been, the relatives that I have in Europe, it, it, it's it's a total different vibe. It's a total different world. Uh, you know, absolutely. You know, it's a much you, better one. It's a healthier yeah. one. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it is a healthier one, uh, but I think because this note of selfishness is 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 in it. You know what I mean? Like we like to enjoy ourselves, you know, we uh, sometimes push this to the board, especially Serbians. Uh, I mean, we sit in cafes all day, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, like Italians any, any or Spaniards <laughs> or in Africa and <laughs> Paris. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, do you people do anything? Yeah. You know? They're like, they live. Do you work? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. okay. Another thing I don't like about the art world is that um yeah, it was a lot of what you don't like, like about the art world no i had it in my head it's like my original answer to that would be until you jermaine think of what you wanted to say my original answer to that would be i had a load of existential crises now where uh i had to learn about the business aspect in the in mm. the art world mm. and this of white supremacist men, you know, and 
again, you know, as I thought I was educating myself when I was a freshman, I thought I was educating myself for a hobby, you know what I mean? So these kind of banal information that I thought, this is no, no way that this is true, you know? No way that the art world is led by white supremacist men, you know? And, um, but as, as, as time flies and as I go deeper into the matery, this is absolutely, um, uh, something mm-hmm. yes, true yeah. about the art world and unfortunately you know fortunately we can you know change that yes know, with lots of love and hard work you know and cultural enrichment you there, there you go that, absolutely i don't like art in the art world i don't i hate the concept of art rats that, uh, what, what's that what, what does that mean it's what? just like when it's like when bigger artists, contemporary artists, they can't think for themselves, so they get so they pay they pay a group or like a team that is going to go and find the newest and hottest thing that they can mm-hmm. replicate. Oh wow! And they, and they can just make it their own. They oh, take wow. the credit. They take the credit for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I don't I don't like that either. I don't that. Oh, oh. I don't like that. I, I see. I see why they're called art rats. Ugh. Yeah. But that's like that's a real thing in the in the art world where people that they can't have their own ideas or they they don't they don't they can't be you know nothing in the art world is original but they find the newest and hottest thing no matter where it comes from most of the time it's probably coming from a minority but you know and they just take the credit and they run with it then they're the ones getting the documentaries and the movies made about them well we're well you know what we're going to change that because we're going to have lots of documentaries and lots of movies and and do and 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 just reach the world we are (laughs) yes yes guys and i love those smiles okay last question few minutes left what's your dream project if it could be any dream project, if you were guaranteed 100% success without fail, what would your dream project be? Two minutes, go. We for me is to coming back to Serbia, you know, and then intertwining it globally. Really, um, I want uh, I want an artwork, an art piece, uh, an inspirational piece on every corner of the city. You know, I want every light post to have something inspirational. I want you know every street, every car, every park. I want I want it all to be visually appealing, uh, emotionally inspiring. I just want uh, for you. Uh, to you know for anybody to come and anybody to when they go out of their house that it's not a miserable process Mm -hmm. that you can be something that makes you be appreciative of life and brings up this lust and love for life Mm -hmm. you know that's my dream project that's beautiful mr germain i want to be a um a travel tattoo artist and i want to go on tour and do uh pop-up shops and travel tattoos like overseas but I also like I have this thing where I want to be able to um, create a platform for artists to get funded like Mm. not help think of ways for art for emerging artists to be funded to to do like the bigger project and like have like a, a collection of work I love that. 
bell template of like art groups. Mm-hmm. And I want my my art to be sent to space in 2025. I love yeah. it. I love it because you know what? I'm gonna have a condo in space. You know, I've been I've, I've been stalking that that space exploration and them shooting stuff up there. You can't tell me there ain't some subdivisions up on Mars or someplace. I know there is, and I want a condo up there. I've been saying it for years. People laugh at me, but yeah, I know I know it is. I, I'm 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 right with you, and I want some of your art hanging on my walls in my condo in space. All right. Yes. So, so, so on that note, you guys, I love you dearly. This is wonderful. Thank you so much. Mila, go to bed, get some rest, <laughs> <laughs> turn the lights off. You got it lit up like it's afternoon yeah. over there. Jermaine. It's brighter than it is in my room. I know. <laughs> but I want to thank you guys, Kate. Saxton, thank you so much for all the wonderful work that you do. And thank you, Biscuit. Biscuit is our... our um, bagel. Uh, bagel. Sorry. Bagel Biscuit. <laughs> bagel is our mascot. So, uh, you know, we got an idea to do a, a children's book for, um, um, for Bagel and my daughter's dog, uh, Pepe. They're two totally different dogs. Yeah, yeah. Pepe Giuseppe Picasso Williamson. That's his name. That's his name. So, but anyway. All right, guys. Well, um, thank you, Amy. Thank love you. you. Thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. So thank you. And I'll be in touch really, really soon and keep the artwork going. And, and you know what? Mila, let all them Serbians know that a black wave is coming. Yes, we're gonna catch that wave. Yes, ma'am. All right, all right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Art of Health and Wellness, a conversation with Evie Williamson. Join us again next week when another knowledgeable guest will give us a fresh, new perspective on the world of health and wellness. Keep up with us on Facebook at A-H-W-E-L-W and on Instagram at at the.ahw.show. The Art of Health and Wellness, new episodes every Sunday on Anchor FM, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.